0: Welcome to Soccer Over Gotham. Thanks once again for listening. I'm your host, Gary. This has been one of the craziest weeks ever as a Gotham fan. Ruby and I give our thoughts on our new coaches and all the changes. We give some team, our opinions on team and league news. We recap our game against the Orlando Pride We will preview our Magic Saturday against Chicago. We will also talk to a leader of Cloud9 supporter group to gauge how our supporters are handling the changes. As always, if you have any thoughts or questions, you can email us at SoccerOverGotham at gmail.com or visit us over at SoccerOverGotham.com. Without any further ado, let's go Gotham. Thanks for listening. Now on to the show.
1: What a week! Woo! What's up? Yeah, what a week! You probably mean what a month because everything has happened so fast, and it feels just like yesterday. We got a new GM. Midge was out with an injury, but actually, Midge being out with an injury, it kind of feels like forever. Now, then we got Carly's retirement, and then Freya's departure. Last but not least a new head coach, and a new assistant coach for Gotham FC. And before we jump in into all things Gotham, tell me, how did it go with our friends over at Gotham UK?
0: It went really well. We, Our good friends over at Gotham UK are launching their new podcast, and it's going to be on Anchor, and it's also going to be on YouTube. And I think it just dropped 20 minutes ago, so you can find it both places you can find them on on twitter go check it out you can also see my in my podcast intern henry make an appearance
1: (laughs) he's a celebrity now yeah Yeah. you gotta you guys gotta go watch that listen to that podcast and don't miss out on henry's debut
0: (laughs) you cannot get me on video in my house without henry there (laughs) it's (laughs) just not gonna happen Shout out to the OL Rain. 27,248 in attendance in NWSL record. Awesome. Wow. Wow. It was a double header with them and the Seattle MLS team, so that, that helped a bit, but still that is a ridiculous number. And then also there was a crazy trade. I'll Try to explain this Ruby. So Dal Camper is was sent to Houston, which is interesting. However, It was supposed to be or it was billed as a trade but then they talked to the gm of houston and they used the word loan which according to mwsl rules on the website there are no loans it's not possible then they came back and said that there's it's part of a bigger trade going on later in the year if you're confused so am i but somehow Yeah, Dal Kemper is in Houston.
1: <laughs> so she, that's like an incomplete trade. What well, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. but anyways, whatever it is, it, it is what it is. And that's great for Houston, actually, to have Dal Kemper join yeah. the, the team. So there, that that's going to be interesting to see her there. Also, going back to the OLA rain game, that was incredible. And as much as I hated the rain last week for beating beating Gotham, I have to say it's hard to hate on them. They gave such a great show. Fish log had a bouquet of roses just thro- drop and them like a mic on the floor. And I think they stomped on it. So and this is just a small example of what women's sports can do. Also, I have to highlight that in our last game in Red Bull, we had an amazing crowd. Their energy really reflects on the players, and you could tell. It's been the most people I've seen in one of our home games, and that was exciting. I honestly lost track of how many times the wave went around the the stadium. That was really fun. I did the, the crowd wave. And as usual, we had Cloud 9, Fun Loud over there. There's a lot to say about this. Also, I'm a, my voice is a little raspy today because I was yelling so much at that game. It, it was such a great game.
0: We have a ton of news coming up, too. You know, with all that's going on with the team, I wanted to talk to Jennifer Muller, get her back on the podcast and kind of get the temperature of our supporters group. And sh- again, shout out to them. They really brought it. They, despite all that we've been put through, they really came to came to play. So let's get to the news. Okay. Gotham. Has found their next head coach in former Chicago Red Stars and Utah Royals assistant coach Scott Parkinson. Uh, He is the new head coach and we got an assistant coach and former nwsl player bev yanez as again she's the assistant coach this is parkinson's first head coaching stint and yanez ended her playing career in 2019 2020 so she's kind of new in the coaching scene i just want to give a shout out to jonathan tannenwald of the philadelphia inquirer please go over to our twitter page if you can't see his article on the new hires He has done a fantastic job covering sky blue and gotham and you're really doing yourself a disservice if you're not following him on twitter or (laughs) other things his coverage is spot on and uh, i'm hoping to get him on the show next week but we'll see what happens back to the hires ruby your thoughts on the hires
1: my thoughts on the hires gotham yeah finally announces their new head coach and assistant coach that was exciting i was not expecting this but The more I read about our new coach, I, I'm growing fun of him, honestly. All I see is great things about him. I'm really excited to see what he has to bring to the team. Then we had Yanez. She's also a great addition because as a former player, she brings that attacking position mentality to Gotham FC, which in my opinion, I think that's what we need right now. Yeah. Uh, we need someone with that mentality because we need goals. They both seem very passionate and focused on the players, which is good. And I was watching an interview with Nyanyes and she talks about taking leaps of faith and taking chances. I really like hearing that and I think Gotham really can benefit from that kind of energy. And a fun fact, she has two cute doggies. I stalk her on Instagram a little bit and they're so cute, also a little baby girl. After so much uncertainty, I feel, I'm feeling very optimistic about our new coaches.
0: I wanted this team to act like a big club in a big market and hire a big time coach with connections to Europe. The closer it was getting to the announcement time, it's hard to keep silent of signing a big, big coach or big player. So mm-hmm. as it was getting closer, I was like, okay, it's, that's probably not going to happen. And that's just the way it worked out with Parkinson. The more I read about this guy, the more I like him. According to Yael, he's a player's coach, and his record you know, stands for that. He stood up for Sarah Gordon when she was allegedly racial profiled by a security guard in Houston. I believe her. He's been retweeting pro-LGBTQ+, and pro-trans statements. He's quoted in the article that he's socially conscious, and he fights for his players, and always has their back. I will also add that Yael, as has pointed out, when she was hired... As an interim GM, we, I said that she had a lot of connections. She knows everybody and, and basically knows the league. So if she looked at all of her connections and she felt that this was the right choice for this team at this time, then I think we got to give them the benefit of the doubt and give them their, our full support.
1: Definitely. This is the type of people we need right now in our team. Parkinson seems to be someone that will lift this team up. And I think Gotham is in good hands.
0: Jonathan also asked Yael if she wants to stay at Gotham, which I think, great question, and uh, she's quoted as saying that nothing is decided yet, but she's hundred percent invested in the future of this club. This is her hometown club, and she wants to be here. Personally, I want this deal made permanent. But with all the stuff going on right now, just having some stability of knowing who our GM is, who our coaches are, would be so good. And Ruby, any thoughts on Yael's tenure and future?
1: Yeah, I don't like the term interim. Just make it official already. Right. But as you see with our new coaches, there's there's no interim in their positions, so that's yeah. great. While Yael, if Yale is looking up for a challenge, this club will give you just that.
0: Yeah, she's said of quite a month. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the other coaches are signed on to the end of 2022. Which is fine. Let's give it Let's give it a go. We're we're, we're super excited here, but. We're here to talk about games, too. So let's get to the game recap. There was, fortunately, a game on Sunday. (laughs) Ruby, good to see Dorsey back in the lineup and back to the back four. Lee gets to start again. What was your thoughts on this lineup?
1: Yeah, Dorsey's back. I'm so happy. (laughs) And I'm so glad she's feeling better. And I really wanted to see Pinto and Cujo starting. Like I said last week, we didn't get to see Cujo this game, but... Pinto finally got some some minutes. She actually got more than 15 minutes this time. And we at least we got that from Freya's last game, I, I guess.
0: I was curious how the supporters would react to Freya being announced as head coach. And there was a noticeable silence. And I felt that was kind of fitting. You know, no cheering, no booing, just silence. It is what it is. Just like... The Chicago recap we did a couple weeks ago, rather than talk about what Gotham was doing, I'm going to talk a little bit about what Orlando and how they approached the match. because I think that's more telling in the outcome. Orlando didn't come to play. They basically played one forward and sat everyone else behind the ball and stuffed in the A team. They basically just dared Gotham to break them down. And we almost did a couple times. Gotham dominated possession and worked the ball out wide. You just couldn't get service into the fours with all that congestion everything but the goal i would say ruby your thoughts on the first half
1: yeah i want to go back to what you said about frio's announcement during the game and yeah in my section it was the same no one really cared no <laughs> big silence and actually some comments from people around me they were just like kind of like eh, just bring the new coach already right and by the way I don't know the name of the guy who was sitting behind me, but this guy is so loud and he's so funny. So <laughs> it's just great. I'm, I'm in section 126. So if you're around there, you know who I'm talking about. But the the nice thing, and I think this is wonderful, he brings his two little boys to watch the game. So oh, I good. think that is just wonderful.
0: Future uh, fans. Now,
1: <laughs> now the game. First half started fast. And Lloyd attacked it right from the beginning for the first minute with a powerful shot. And it was blocked by Harris. Unfortunately, this happened again within the, the first minute of the game. And it made me feel confident because when Carly came in the first minute, like just shooting shots, uh, I was happy and I thought we were going to win this game. Lloyd really tried everything from every angle and and also she was knocking like Orlando players left and right. She was aggressive this game. And if if I didn't know, I thought it was like some Street Fighter mood or something. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe <it's, laughs> Street Fighter didn't have much violence. Carly True. was a little violent this game, but it, it was great. I loved it. Anyway. She was just looking for goals at any cost. In the first half, she made six out of the eight shots. And that was was good. Yeah.
0: So this is Lloyd's last kind of run at this. And as we know, Lloyd, she's the most competitive player on the planet. Uh, And I believe it's probably because she always rises to the occasion, as you know. And so when Orlando brought their national team players like Marta and Harris and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lloyd really kind of took that as a challenge and really kind of just rose above. Mm-hmm. And there is a level that she can get to that is above everyone else, as you know. And she was definitely on this play in the first half. She's such a tremendous talent. We're going to miss her when she's done. Also, uh, Zerboni was flying in the first half. She was everywhere, breaking up every attempt by Orlando to get forward.
1: Great job from Zerboni. We didn't see her last game, but we did see her this game. And she also made two shots in, her, in the first half. So she was also shooting her shots. And I, I love to see that. Now, in the 39th minute, we had a dangerous play from Orlando coming into the box. Gina did a great job there defending. And you could tell she was really careful because we didn't need another penalty. Yeah, we we're, were so done with penalties. So it's <laughs> great defending from Gina. Then... I didn't see much action from Lee this game, which is weird because usually she's everywhere and she's a little more aggressive than she was this past game. She did have some great passes, a nice cross into the box, but no one, no one, no one was there to finish that off. Other than that, yeah, like I said, she was running back and forth, her usual, but we didn't see her usual. I think that's why she was taken out early into the second half.
0: Yeah, you're right. She was basically forced to be out of the middle of the field because she was sitting in the middle of the field. She'd be surrounded by 10 players, so she was kind of floating to the side a bit. Second half, it was deja vu from the Orlando game, the first time we met in the regular season. That weird, long, floated ball that could be a cross, could be a shot, and it just (laughs) beat Sheridan to the far post. It feels like we've seen this goal like many times this season. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're playing like a video game you kind of find that soft spot in the ai you just go to that spot and just play it across but our keeper our keepers keep getting beat from that weird angle i mean i appreciate that teams have to score crazy goals like that but why is that happening so often at that that moment orlando was already kind of packing it in and this gave them no incentive to play a player come out it basically caused them to play more cynically they basically slowed the game down took easy fouls gotham basically dumped all their offensive players left on the bench and tried to get us back into it, but nothing materialized. We did look mighty dangerous with the lineup that I asked for on Twitter <laughs> before the game, which was Kawasumi, Lloyd, Anu, and Pinto underneath. Got them kept fighting, but they just couldn't get past the blockade. Ruby, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, there was a lot of congestion, like you said there. At some point, you will see all white shirts when we had the ball. It, it was frustrating but that Schros came early into the second half and when when it happened honestly I feel like no one noticed from my side like or could have <laughs> believed it we were just quiet did that really happen I wasn't expecting that goal but I was calm because at the time that the the goal came it was early into the second half so I was thinking yeah we're going to have time we're going to at least tie this game or or win Plus we were dominating the game. So I really thought we were going to win. It was going all good, but until Orlando decided to just start killing time and they did really well with that. Like is just falling Like, Oh, I got hurt. And Lloyd coming in like, all right, girl, get up. You know, you're <laughs> fine. <laughs> we yeah. tried. We really tried, but our time ran out and we took a third loss, third one in a row. And, It honestly, it really hurts because we were so spoiled in the in the first half of the season of not losing. So this one hurts. We lost once again. And hopefully with the new coaches, we can start winning some games.
0: Yeah, agreed. Almost every player on Gotham was rated six to seven on foot mob. You kind of look at that and shrug your shoulders and say, that sounds about right. Was pretty mm-hmm. meh. Uh, I mean, I think also if you are listening to this podcast and you're an RBNY fan, I think you'll get what I'm about to say. So at times, this team looked really good in this game, but it was an illusion of sorts. Orlando basically conceded Gotham possession on the wings, and having possession, the ball movement on stats means you know it looks good, but if you can't do anything with your possession or, you know, or your passes, then it all comes to nothing, and it just looks like that. So that's kind of how a lot of teams approach RBNY. They basically just sit back and say, hey, try to break us down. And a lot of the times they come away with wins in those situations. So it's surprising a ta- surprising tactic against Gotham, who's not really an offensive powerhouse, but they got, Orlando did their thing, got their point on the road, and got out of there. Uh, Ruby, let's take a deeper dive into this game. What are some of your takeaways?
1: I have a question. Gary. Mm-hmm. And my question is why haven't we given Brianna Pinto more minutes? She absolutely killed it this game. Her speed is insane. She was asking for the ball. Great defensive work and great offensive work. All around, she had a great game. So I want to see more of Pinto. Free, yeah. free Pinto.
0: The million dollar question. <laughs> Orlando, again, really packed the box. We got all 16 shots and 11 of them were inside the box. We're only three of them reaching their target, or three or four of them. We really didn't test Harris outside that one uh, solid save early in the match, or as NWSL calls it, save of the week. <laughs> Seriously, like every routine save Harris makes is up for the save of the week. Yeah. She'll be there this week and she'll win. <laughs> but joking, jokingly, though, I. Good for her. Uh, congrats on being the all-time NWSL save leader. I'm glad we could help her out.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I haven't voted for anyone. If I don't see Sheridan, I really don't vote. But, oh, well. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's going to win once again. And I guess I'm just mad we didn't win. But Harris has had an incredible season, I have to admit.
0: Yeah. Also, if he just, she looks lost on the wings. Uh, it's just really throttled down and not effective.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. It feels like she's not able to position herself right to score, so yeah, yeah it's it's odd.
0: Yeah, she so got to get her back in the middle of the field, and I don't see why we can- why Lloyd can't play on the wing if that's the case. I don't know. As you mentioned earlier, Brianna looked fantastic this match. You, as you said, she's really really hustling. There was a moment I put it up on. The Twitter page at Over Gotham Pod, she basically got tangled with Marta near the top of the 18, right in the center, and she tracked her down a couple times and finally dispossessed her near the corner of the midline. That was something we have not seen from her yet, and I would love to see more of that. Really impressive. Hashtag Free Pinto.
1: <laughs> Yeah, for real. She when she started picking up speed you could you could see like she was a cheetah going uh, like after her her prey and yeah. i was able to see that that moment that you're describing it was like right in front of me so it was even more awesome to see it in per- like right in front of me it was amazing yeah, and man. another is fun fact is that i was able to see Brianna after the game and oh. i did let her know she did an amazing game and how glad i was to see her m- play more minutes this game she was very thankful of the support and happy we in we finally met in person i was like hey you were at the podcast and she's she i said cousin because you know we're cousins. <laughs> like cousin and she right away like it clicked she saw the jersey and she also signed our pinto jersey so i'm happy fantastic
0: also i don't know if this is going to come up later on the podcast but i think it was carly lloyd's and kawasumi's hundredth game so congrats to them mm-hmm. And as you mentioned earlier, no uh, no Cujo in the lineup and also no Katane for the first time since she arrived, which was interesting. Players of the week, do you have any players of the week? Actually, over at Gotham Pod, it was kind of like a completely mixed bag, but there was a lot of Dorsey love in there. But who do you have?
1: I have many players in mind, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really decide. But I have to name one player, and the player of the week for me is Carly Lloyd. Another game where she's been more involved, running more, looking for the ball, taking shots, she's looking sharper. I don't know if it's because her retirement's nearby, but she really is playing like it's her last game.
0: Yeah, great. And that's a fine fine choice for one. I was debating between her and uh, but for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be Dorsey. I am not exactly sure where she went during her injury layoff, but she like leveled up. Uh, she was making great defensive tackles. She was crossing players on the other end. She was getting herself out of tight situations, beating players mm-hmm. one-on-one consistently with slick moves. And she was nearly at getting crosses off. If this is a sign of what's to come, I am ready for it. Let's go, Amani. So stat of the week. All right, here it is. Gotham mm-hmm. has lost three in a row and four out of their last five, the other game being a 1-1 draw. Gotham falls to seventh in the table. Houston sits in eighth with the same points and a game in hand. Really rough week. We were sitting pretty and hanging around the top of the table, thinking we were a contender, and now we're below the line and with this cloud of a new coach hanging over our heads. What a difference a week makes. So let's just move on uh, we're, again we're super excited for this coach to come in and start going let's move on from this dreadful week and look forward to our next game
1: yeah so next game i have to say we cannot snooze in our next game against chicago this one is a very important game and it will be a tough game because chicago has so many great players and i believe i don't even know because it the games we thought we were going to win, we didn't win. And we. it's been downhill from here. But I have to say that I hope under the new coaching, we have enough time to get used to their style. So when we get to the game day, we have a better chance at winning. and But we cannot afford another loss. Hopefully we even get a tie if if that's possible. Right now, we're just in the second half of the season and, and earning points now is more important than ever. Not only that, but also winning will boost the players' confidence. And again, let's let's just beat Chicago. Let's just beat them. Just give them a nice jersey welcome.
0: Yeah, teams, when they switch coaches, there's usually that kind of boost in mentality and wanting to start fresh and new, so I'm hoping that it carries over. But we got one week... Uh, and the new coach to get ready. I mean, he's not going to be there for this first game, so it's going to be a mixed bag. But as we know, Chicago is loaded with talent. Chicago is coming in with two wins and a draw, and two losses in their last five. Gotham hasn't kept a clean sheet in eight matches, which seems crazy for us. New coach is on board. I'm not really sure what to expect. We match up stylistically well against Chicago. Uh, Last time out, Gina had Pew in her pocket for most of the match. Uh, I think we can get back on the right track here. You know, as you said, every game matters from here on out. Any final thoughts on that?
1: We have to win. We have to win. I really want us to win, honestly. And I want this game to be a bang. And again, it's going to be a home game. So hopefully, like I said before, the energy of the crowd just reflects on the players again and motivates them to... Just do their best out there and if if we win, I want it to be three-nil.
0: Indeed. And uh, I was just thinking about it, Chicago does play with two forwards. And if he keeps the same style over here, we can have centrally Lloyd and Anomanu instead of Amonamano sitting on the wing. That sounds pretty good to me. I was gonna say a one-nothing victory here. I think that was pretty good, but I think you talked to me and said it up. So it's gonna be a two-nothing victory. Not quite as positive as you, but close enough.
1: I am like yeah. again. Like this last game was the crowd was amazing, and you could tell on the players like, they just wanted to win for for the supporters and for us. Like they didn't give up till the last minute.
0: Any random thoughts before we get going?
1: Random thoughts this week, but I really enjoyed the game. Like I said, I just have to say because I really did. I was yelling at the revs. I was so mad. Then. at the end of the game oh I don't know if you saw I made this amazing poster for Carly Lloyd I did not see it yeah I'll I'll send you a picture yeah I made this amazing poster for Carly Lloyd and I just wanted her to sign it and I really thought she was going to leave the stadium and then she saw my poster and she came over just directly to me to come and sign my poster and I really thank her for that that's awesome
0: random thoughts so this semester i got i got intro to sports management and financial accounting definitely looking forward to sports management <laughs> i'm very excited
1: <laughs> maybe you can be yells in turn
0: <laughs> but but, yeah.
1: but seriously what are your plans when you finish school
0: yeah i want to be in the back end of a sports soccer team and little side notes uh before Before Elise left the team, I was, I was contacting her on on LinkedIn and I was Mm -hmm. asking her about interns and stuff like internships and stuff like, so we have to start doing that soon. So she said it was was definitely possible. So hopefully I can, you know, get that going. I would love to be an intern at my favorite club.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Yeah. It's quite a drive, but (laughs) I'll figure it out. Oh my God,
1: for real. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I forgot you live so far.
0: Yeah. That is the end of our segment. Ruby and I will see you on the other side. We're going to go talk to Jennifer Muller of Cloud9. I can't wait. So we'll see you at the game on Saturday. And yeah, talk to you soon. Woo! welcome to the interview our next guest is a returning guest one of our favorite people a leader over at the cloud nine welcome back jennifer muller thanks for having me indeed ruby we're here as well
1: thank you jen for being with us again anytime
0: (laughs) all right so i know we talked earlier on this season kind of before most of the craziness happened uh and then a lot of craziness happened. So we're going to go through it kind of piece by piece. Um, but, you know, we'll start about uh, last Sunday's game, which was a lot of fun and the atmosphere was amazing. So shout out to Cloud9. You guys were seriously loud. Uh, you were fun loud. I guess that's the correct <laughs> way to say it. Uh, but, you know, let's remind people how they can join Cloud9, uh, Jennifer.
2: Um, the best place to go is our is our Twitter. Um, it's Cloud9Goth. And um, our pinned tweet has uh, a link to uh to join yeah our website's still not up to date so don't go there but, uh, every, most stuff we do is on twitter
0: the so us there we're gonna start a gofundme for your website
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh so can anyone just come over and hang with you guys uh,
2: as long as you're a gotham fan sure <laughs> <laughs> opposing teams <laughs> i'll 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 say that differently as long as you're not a fan of the team opposing team we're playing that day, you can come
0: yeah. over. Yeah, we'll get to that, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so when people come over, is there like a song book or is it just come in and hang out and learn and as you go?
2: Uh, we do have song sheets. Some sheets. Um, sometimes, you know, people, uh, sometimes we have them on hand. We do have, you know, we have it digitally that we can we can send people as well um most of our songs are pretty easy to pick up yeah and you know we have folks you know willing to teach as well yeah
0: all right so going to that sunday game I, we did notice that there was some people in the one-on-one section with purple jerseys and signs how did, how did that happen
2: um you know it's it's one of those uh it, it was an oversight mm-hmm. um uh, there's a lot to it. We did have a meeting with the front office today to kind of uh, tie up those loose ends to kind of make sure it's it's known that you know when, when people are buying tickets what they're in for uh, specifically in section one hundred one um, and larger those three sections that are standing only
0: yeah
2: because um, that's been an issue as well you know people. Buying buying the cheapest seats and finding out that they can't sit, they have to stand.
0: Yeah, that does a disservice so. to them too.
2: Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it's it's yeah, it, it's just it, it was just sort of one of those oversights that never really got tied up. And when you have a, a team like the the Pride with so many popular national team players on it, um, that's going to happen. Yeah.
0: So before uh, Ruby goes to take us some questions, I'm actually going to tell you a quick story that happened to me at the game. Uh, so behind me, like two rows up, and as you guys know, like my mantra is to like, only do what's kind. If I can't forget how to do it in a kind way, I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> there was two two rows back from me. There was this, I'm assuming, younger-ish uh, women behind me. And they asked the question out loud, uh, is Gotham from New Jersey or New York? <laughs> and I'm like, just don't say anything. Just ignore it, ignore it. Uh, and then she goes, they're new, right? I was like, oh, gosh, don't say anything. And then it came to when referring to Lee on the field, I heard her say that all Japanese women look alike. I was like, I was so blacked out much. and just staring at the field. I'm like, just don't say anything. If I can't figure out how to say this kindly, just ignore it. Just ignore it. I was like, Oh boy. Yeah. There was was a lot of those fans.
2: I mean, I know that's your mantra, but when somebody says that, (laughs) you can throw that out of kindness. They have, you have to. Yeah. I mean, just saying that alone is bad enough, but even getting her, her nationality wrong. Yeah. I mean, now you got to call that out. Uh, yeah,
0: I'll do better next yeah.
1: time. <laughs> right. okay. Next time be like, she's from Korea, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully that that situation gets um, strained out and we avoid those instances. But yeah, I'm going to okay. change the subject a little bit. Um, So... How did the supporters take the announcement that Freya was leaving the team?
2: Um, You know, there really wasn't one way that that most people took it, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, I think everyone kind of had their own feelings toward it. Um, I mean, I could tell you my personal take on it. Sure. uh, Which I, I don't like to be... To begrudge anyone that leaves for a better opportunity whether that's a player or a coach mm-hmm. um I, i'm sort of I, I kind of feel neutral because i don't yeah. want to it you know Freya's is a great person yeah. you know she did wonders for the team um and i don't want to hate her for leaving in the middle of a season um but at the same time it hurts
1: yeah
2: you know but i understand her um, having a better opportunity in LA. And, you know, that's something that Gotham needs to work on, uh, to keep talent here and, and not have them tempted to go somewhere else. Now, as far as the league goes and their tampering rules what have you, that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that LA was talking to a, a coach that was already, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there without jobs, you know, female <laughs> coaches, especially that, um, you know, that kind of, uh, that didn't sit right. But as far as Freya herself, you know, it's bittersweet, I think.
1: Yeah, it is. And I agree with you. We we all felt hurt because we thought we had something going on, but it didn't really happen that way. Yeah. But are you happy with Freya's performance during her time with Gotham FC? Um, The last six games notwithstanding, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, But, you know uh yeah I, I I you know I think she instituted a system um you know tactics isn't, isn't my strong point but I know you know what I see and you know I saw a, a team that was gelling under under a system and um you know that's that's thanks to her so
1: yeah and what are you looking for in the next coach now that they already announced who who it is but what do you think
2: um I'll, I'll say what I told uh Tannenwald uh, stability, you know, just building building something, a foundation, a- and sticking with it um, for more than you know a year, year and a half. Um, you know, uh, he seems to be a good person, which is very important, um, especially when we're dealing with yet another white male coach from England. But um, you know, at the reaction that I've seen um, has been has been positive, especially from the people that that know him in in Chicago. So that that was important to see, and of course, you know, and and Bev is is awesome too. So
0: yeah, absolutely. And she and she played with a lot of the players at Gotham since she's such exactly. a good coach. Yeah, just gonna be good there. Uh, so going back a little bit, we have hired uh, Aver Bush on a. Uh, interim basis, but hopefully that becomes permanent. Well, what are your thoughts, kind of, on the hiring of Averbush?
2: Bush? Um, I think it's a great choice, um, especially now that they've also split the business and the sporting side,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which is something that's been long overdue. So you don't have one person trying to do both. Um, Yael can can focus on on the on the sporting side, on the players, the staff. Um, without having to worry about selling tickets or anything like that. Um, she has a ton of connections. She knows the area. I mean, she was Sky Blue's first draft pick. So, I mean, I think it's a perfect, a perfect hire. Yeah.
0: And so we did mention before we got on the podcast about Elise, but Elise was a very upfront and kind of open GM. How mm-hmm. do you feel the communication has been between Yael and Cloud9? Uh,
2: it's been great so far. Mm-hmm. Um you know, she's not, she doesn't tweet, you know, she's not as, uh, uh, present on social media, you know, it, it seems, but as far as talking to us directly, uh, she's been fantastic, um, keeping us, you know, in the loop and, and, um, she gets, I think, supporters and and where we're coming from.
0: Yeah. All right. So, um, what do you know, um, like about cloud nine, itself, how, how do you think... So, during the game... Let's we'll go back to this game on Sunday. There was kind of uh, a silence when Freya was mentioned as a coach. Do you feel that was representative of kind of how everyone kind of feels?
2: Yeah, I think it was like the people that might have been inclined to boo, may, <laughs> there may have been a couple boos, and, but people didn't feel quite comfortable cheering. Um, I think there's, you know... I don't want to speak for other people, but I feel like there's more people sort of where I am. It's sort of neutral. It's like we, we don't quite know how to handle it, you know? Yeah, agreed. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, Yeah, there was a lot of silence in my section, too, when that was mentioned. Nobody really said anything. Just one comment from someone like, oh, let's just get a new coach already. But yeah, so yeah, everybody feels neutral at this point. But now that we have new coach and new assistant coach, uh, how are the supporters feeling about the new coach? Um, I
2: mean, not th- everyone seems pretty happy about it. Um, you know, like I said before, the you know, go, going off of people that have you know interacted with him, um, he he seems like a, a a good person, which is very important. Um, but also, you know, he knows the league. You know he knows he knows the players in the leagues. So, yeah, um,
1: that's that's a big plus that yeah. he already knows the league.
2: Yeah, but it, you know it's like I, I think first reaction was like you know it seems like every coaching vacancy it, it's there's an expectation that a woman's going to fill that role yeah um, as head coach. So it's always like knee jerk reaction. is always a bit disappointing when it's when it's um, a man that gets hired as head coach. But it seems like if if it was going to be, uh, you know, uh, 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 a white dude, you know, coaching like this is this is a good option.
1: Yeah. That makes and sense. I, I've been reading all good things about him on the Internet. So that, yeah, I mean, that makes mean, me feel good.
2: You know, he's the guy that that stood up, you know, publicly for Sour Gordon. So, uh, you know, like I said, he seems like a genuinely good person. And, and I think Yael even even mentioned it um in a quote somewhere there's been a lot of articles out today um (laughs) you know that um you know his his off the field you know uh values are are aligned with our players so that i think that's very important that he he understands and can be uh empathetic towards towards uh you know situations that might come up
1: yeah that's true but now we have the anticipation of what's going to happen next next game what do you think uh, we need to do differently or the new coach needs to do differently? Uh, we need to find a way
2: to score bottom line. Um, you know, I think like I said before, tactics aren't my strong point. So, uh, you know, the home games, I barely get to watch cause I'm on a drum, but I mean, it's pretty obvious. We need, we need to find the back of the net. And I saw that he's not even going to, you know, he has a, uh, there was a it looks like there was a death in his family, so he's not going to be coaching even on on Saturday. Yeah. so I yeah, guess I don't know if Bev's gonna, you know, be head coach for the day. But um, yeah, they they have to find some combination to 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 get you know,
1: yeah, get some goals. I hope um Brianna Pinto gets some more minutes now. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No more five. No more three in the back. Hopefully. <laughs>
2: yeah and i was surprised to see you know vn's come in so late as well yeah yeah um
1: yeah. I, you know. I was surprised about that too i thought she was gonna come in maybe in the 70th minute maybe but that didn't happen yeah play the kids <laughs> play the kids Play the
2: kids and put Efi back in
0: the middle <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know much
2: but that much i know <laughs>
0: <laughs> one thousand percent so i agree with you yeah absolutely so uh ruby do you have any more
1: questions I have just one last question for everyone that's listening. When and what time and where is going to be the next tailgate for anyone that wants to join?
2: Oh, um, we usually start our
1: tailgates,
2: let's see, I believe two and a half to three hours before gates open because a lot of us go in right when gates open. So games at seven, so six. So we'll probably start tailgating around three o'clock. Um and we're in the lot off of uh Guyon drive, I think it is it's right behind- it's a lot right behind the pass station, not the gravel lot, but the one mm-hmm. sort of across that little street from it uh where all those construction trucks are so we 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 tweet out a map uh every week
0: yeah yeah if you're if you're a fan of of Gotham and you're not following cloud on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I mean, if 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 uh, you know anyone is welcome, even opposing fans at that point, you know, would, you know, come by, say hi. You know, somebody's always we always have food. Somebody's always has some you know extra adult beverages on hand,
0: and um,
1: yeah. yeah, sounds fun.
0: All right, so Jen, I definitely want to thank you for coming on again and. Again, thanks for all that you do. Cloud9 is a special group of people who just don't get enough love, but I guess that's the life of a supporter. Um, (laughs) So again, we'll have you back on towards the end of the season. Get your final thoughts on, and hopefully we have some more positive things to talk about.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. All right, everybody. So for Jennifer, Ruby, and myself, thanks everyone for tuning in. We will see you at RBA on Saturday. We'll catch you on the next one.